We want to thank the sponsors that helped bring you high school football here on Round Guy Radio. We're going to start out with Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa, as well as Kyoto Transmission and Repair, uh, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent, Home Plate Sports Cars of Oskaloosa, Iowa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, R&B Brakes of Dubuque for the best sports page. Check out R&B Brakes Facebook page. Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa, Farmers Co-op and Vision Ag of Kyoto and all the areas around, and uh, the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. Well, we got Scotty Melvin with us, and it's time for our, uh, the show that built the network, Beat the Round Guy, where we're going to preview what is Week Six. Scotty, uh, welcome to the program, and where'd the season go? Good evening, Dave. It's flying by. We talked about this way back in uh, in the preseason, how fast this stuff would go, and here we are halfway through, and then some. Well, uh, I just love this show, um, picking your brain, and uh, I throwed some games up here on the Twitter. We'll go over those first, and then we'll okay. fill in what's on the uh, uh, KCI scoreboard. I'll tell you the, the results so far uh, of, our, of our listeners. Uh, yeah. And this is a good game. It's not one we've been normally talking about, uh, but uh, uh, it's Madrid and Central Decatur. Uh, Madrid's the home team. Uh, but we did get an opportunity. Uh, um, one of our listeners reached out uh, and wanted to know if we'd talk to Central Decatur. And I said, well, we, I said they were in the, the conference uh, with Sigourney and Pella uh, Christian last year. They, they got sent down uh, a, a level. Uh, but then they got mixed in with Madrid and Linville Sully. So I don't know if it did them too much of a favor or anything, but this is a, a big game. Uh, Central Decatur is four and one. Madrid's five and oh. Uh, some polls have them number one. Some of them have them number five. I don't know exactly uh, uh, where it is, but they're having a heck of a season. I don't know that much about them other than uh, uh, we, they kind of caught our eye a little bit last year. They seem like a pretty solid team. Uh, our viewers have this a pretty close matchup, uh, 54.5% for Madrid and 45.5% for Central Decatur. Uh, you got any thoughts on this one? I know it's not it's not in your wheelhouse. Well, I remember Central Decatur, yeah, being in Sigourney Kyoto's district there the uh, last couple of years. And and I think they were known as a team that had some good size and, and, and definitely a quality opponent. Uh, they weren't on the level of the Cobras or, or Pella Christian, uh, for sure. I but they were think they finished that, third, though, didn't they? Yeah, I want to say they were in kind of that next tier down, not a far step off of the top. And here they are down in Class A. Like you said, they they weren't done maybe a ton of favors, but uh, they're 4-1 coming into this game against a, a, a top-five Madrid Tigers team. You know, um, some of Decatur's got some nice wins on the season. One I want to point out, Mount Air, uh, this year and, and recent years past, a, a top 10 Class A team that is, uh, you know, uh, very highly thought of. Central Decatur two weeks ago beat them 31 to 14. That's a, that's a feather in your cap for, for the Cardinals. Um, it's going to be a tough game for Madrid here. Yeah, it's going to be a great game. And we just wanted to mention that that's one of these many, many great games. Uh, uh, we didn't always have great games uh, the last couple weeks. Uh, no, a game no. or two here and there, but this week has got some real pivotal uh, uh, great games. Now, uh, we've got uh, – I'll just mention this. I didn't put this on a poll. I tried to, but I guess I can only list so many at once. Uh, um, and you mentioned Mount Air. Mount Air and Linville Sully, I think, play this week. Okay, that's uh, 
And, and without knowing a lot about Mount Air, other than I've seen them be a, a thorn in the side of many teams over that direction these last couple of seasons, and the fact that they've been, uh, you know, spent time in the top ten, um, the playoff team, all that stuff. Linville Sully, um, I'm, I'm not going to say they're struggling, but they're definitely down a, a big piece, uh, waiting for uh, quarter round harder to get back later in the season, hopefully here. And um, so they found themselves having to fight a little harder lately. So this is a game that's, as you said, is pivotal. Um, Linville Soli probably needs to win this game. Mount Air, I believe, needs to win this game. This is uh, maybe it's not. It's a big not, game, isn't not, it? What's that? It's a big game, isn't it? It's big. Let's, yeah, that was put, the short story is this is a big game. All right. Well, uh, I tried to get that on the poll, but it didn't come up. But uh, this next one I did get on the poll, and this is it's the Washington Mount Pleasant game now. Our listeners just see uh, Washington walking away with this is 92.3% of them uh, uh, versus 7.7 of them uh, uh, are going for the Washington Demons as opposed to the Mount Pleasant Panthers. But uh, both these teams are kind of struggling, and uh, uh, one of them is going to get their season uh, off to a great start here. Um, do you give Mount Pleasant any chance? I know Washington does seem like a much better team here, but uh, um, as far as games on the schedule, this might be one for Mount Pleasant uh, uh, to get their hopes up for. Yeah, I think you know, it's a huge rivalry. This might be the biggest rivalry for both of these teams. I know you could throw a Fairfield in there, Keokuk, you know, there's some other Southeast Iowa teams, but the one I remember from way back when I first moved over here, I lived in Mount Pleasant, and it's that Washington-Mount Pleasant game, and that's what this is. Now, to add some extra uh, uh, spice to it, it is homecoming week for Washington. This game's at Case Field. Um, unfortunately for the Panthers, in my opinion, the cards are stacked against them mightily in this game that, as you said, might otherwise have uh, uh, some real competitive value for the Panthers as far as maybe getting over the hump and getting a win or, or at least, you know, being a lot more competitive than, than they were a week ago against Mount Vernon. Um, but it's going to be a tough hill to climb up here at Case Field for uh, Mount Pleasant. Uh, I, I agree. That Case Field is a tough place to play. and. Uh... Um, what about, but let me ask you a little bit. It seems like Washington's offense has been a struggling. Yeah. And some of that has to do with quality of opponents. Um, people have raved to me about Kia Cuck's defense. I haven't got to see any highlights on Kia Cuck or anything. So I'm, I'm going off of everything that I've heard and read and they have kind of come out of the uh, blue as far as I'm concerned. Cause I just didn't know much about them, you know, coming into the year. And now here they are looking like a team that's on par with Fort Madison. Uh, in the area as far as 3A goes. So, uh, you know, Washington's run into some buzzsaws here here recently. We know Washington's a little bit low on numbers. Their offense has been kind of hit and miss. They've had some big nights. They've had some not-so-big nights, and uh, they've been streaky. And uh, this would be a good game for them to really get untracked, I, and I think they will. I think Mount Pleasant's just hurting too much right now with numbers and injuries and things like that. Well, it seems like to me the teams that have, uh, um, if you're going to play Mount Pleasant, you got to outscore them. Uh, uh, I don't know that their defense is as hot to trot, uh, but their offense does put points on the board in every game. They'll hit some big plays, that's for sure. Okay. Well, uh, uh, here is another uh, local and intriguing and very big matchup uh, for the Round Guy Radio area. Uh, this is one of the biggest ones, and this is Meepo traveling over to Wellman to play Mid-Prairie. Uh, gosh, I, I think this is a game I, I'm earmarked to go to myself. 
Yeah, I don't blame you one bit, and that's one I'd like to see, but I myself already had one earmarked for this week, and that happened a few weeks ago for me, so I'm not backing out on that. But, uh, yeah, Mediapolis and Mid-Prairie, I think I called this at the beginning of the season that I saw that district likely shaping up for them to fight for the, the championship. I think that we get our number one and number two in that district out of this game. Uh, with, of course, a West Burlington having something to say about that. And there might be another team in there that I'm not aware of, like an Eddieville, uh, Blakesburg, Fremont, or somebody. But uh, for me, I think this is the district championship. I think Albia might be in that. Uh, yeah, Albia could be in the mix. But, uh, 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 they're actually they're actually kind of um, – they didn't fare very well against uh, – or not with Centerville. Uh, yeah, Albia, Albia uh, um, Jacob Lindsendorf is pretty high on them. Oh. Yeah, but you know they did get shut out and handled pretty pretty handily by uh, Meepo a week ago. Yeah, so. Meepo got, uh, uh, put a big win on the board against them. So uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you're right about that. Now our listeners got this sixty six point seven for Meepo, uh, um, but uh, I don't see no cakewalk here. Mid Prairie could easily uh, 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 bring themselves up to a three and three record. Uh, uh, they've got two wins back to back. Uh, as well, I think Meepo does too. Uh, gosh, everything's coming in this game to be a good one. You know, um, the reason why I, I'm thinking about going to this one here is because, you know, Mediapolis is such a big market for us, and uh, uh, this is about the only time they get pretty close to here. So, yeah. I, I, and, and I want to see, uh, I, I want to see a lot of their players. They got a lot of great players over there. Well, uh, you're gonna. You're going to love Mid-Prairie, too. I listened to that game uh, last week against West Burlington. Oh, uh, uh, I, I loved it when I watched them play Sigourney, Kyoto. That was a freaking great game. Uh, um, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> this game is going to be awesome. Yeah, it, this one is a toss-up, buddy. If if you were making – I'm glad you're making the, the listeners pick this year because if you were saying, Scotty, who's going to take this one, I'd be like – I'm not picking. <laughs> it's too yeah, close. Uh, I, 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 I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's 55% uh, Mid-Prairie, maybe 51%. Some, I, I might think, I mean, Meeple's uh, uh, um, probably got a little bit of the edge here. I don't know. It's But then whatever little bit of edge they have would be erased by the home field, I think. So Well, both teams lost to Sigourney Kyoto. Meepo lost worse. Okay, Regina beat both of them pretty bad, but but beat Mid Prairie worse. Uh, you can't even go back and look at common opponents. Mediapolis beat West Burlington a little bit worse than Mid Prairie did, and you can't go like I said and look at common opponents and get any kind of gauge on this game. I got a, I got a lot of interest in that game. That's exciting exciting game. Uh, um, now here's a game uh, that our our listeners don't don't think it's going to be close. Uh, and I, I, I debated on whether I should even throw this up here, but they are playing a team I think is going to finish third in their conference, and that's uh, recently crowned uh, uh, by the Cedar Rapids uh, Gazette, number one in the state, Winfield Mount Union Wolves, uh, at a host in Iowa Valley. Um, we got a 91.7% favorability on the Wolves there, but uh, – uh, I don't know what to say. I mean, of the opponents that they got left, Iowa Valley might be the best. Well, Iowa Valley is a good quality team, and I mean no slight against them when I say this, but whoever it is that voted for them to win this game, I want whatever they're drinking, I want I want a can of that myself. <laughs> uh, 
because they're they have no chance. Um, I, I know I shouldn't say that. I've made people mad in the past saying that, but it's not. It's not. To it doesn't have anything to do with Iowa Valley. Valley. It, it has everything yeah. to do with this. Might be the best football team Scotty and I have seen in high school. It's the best one I've seen, and I don't know. Uh, um, I thought that about Waco last year. I put these wolves right up there uh, with them. Now they need to finish the season out to for me to give me my final verdict on them. But uh, up to this point, my gosh, that that team is outstanding. Yeah, I didn't exactly. You know, I mean, you never know. Uh, you knew they had a lot of talent, but, you know, they've been kind of thin in depth in years, and yep. that's kind of hurt them at times. And we just hadn't seen them fire on all cylinders like they have this year. Uh, but they, they are exceeding my expectations. I, I've never seen a team playing so well together. Have you? They are, yeah, and I don't think we've seen them at full power yet. You know what I mean? I don't think we – Yeah, you know, I mean, I like, think that, 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 you know, they're probably – you know, uh, uh, the Waco game was a big, yeah. big standout game for them. Uh, and they've had a lot of good quality opponents. So uh, I do think, though, that they might have to step that up. They, they could, they're capable of stepping it up even more than they've been doing, you know, in the playoffs when it's big time. Let me tell you, um, we know all the big name guys that we've been talking about for this is the third year we've been talking about some of these Wolves players because they, they are, are so talented. But one that really stood out to me last week, and I know that game, was just, you know, just an overmatched, uh, like I said, it was about like watching a scrimmage. But Cale Johnson, they're a linebacker, a senior for the Wolves, really stood out to me. And I thought, how come I haven't even noticed him before? <laughs> because, well, it's hard to with a, with a Cam Buffington and Abram Edwards and some of these other guys out there, Cold Milk's doing what they're doing and uh, stealing the show. But, oh, my goodness, that is one heck of a linebacker uh, and a weapon that the Wolves have. And it's like every time I watch him, a new kid jumps out at me. It's almost as hard to keep track of their talent as it was uh, Waco's a year ago. It was easy to forget somebody because there were so many, and that's what uh, the Wolves have going for them this year. Well, speaking of many, there are many polls this year. There was a Radio Iowa poll come out today. I looked at it a little bit. There's this new YouTube channel that I'm liking, Iowa Sports. I don't know if you've ever seen that before, but they, they rank uh, uh, everything. Uh, so this next team we're going to talk about, uh, uh, both of these teams are, are rated. Um, some of them, it's SK and, and Pella Christians going to going to the snake pit to play the Cobras. Uh, some some polls have SK much higher than Pella Christian. Some of them have Pella Christian much higher than SK. Um, I I don't know. Uh, uh, some of them don't even have SK in the top ten. I. I yeah. Um, you know, some, sometimes for some reason, some of the polls aren't giving SK any respect and other, you know, they're dang near in the top five. Um, what do you, what are you thinking about this game? This one is, uh, uh, you know, if you're trying to prognosticate like we are, <laughs> this is a trap game because there've been, and I hate to admit this, but these last couple of years, I, especially when I think I'm thinking two years ago. I felt like Pella Christian was a, a notch above Sigourney Kyoto that season going into that game. And you know what? Sigourney Kyoto come out of there with the win. And then they did it again last year. And so it's really hard for me when I see that happen over and over again. And I'm not saying Pella Christian doesn't have, you know, a chance because obviously they do. They're a great team, but we've seen they're beatable. Um, it's it's hard for me to pick against Sigourney Kyoto in the snake pit because magic happens there. Is, magic that's, happens. that's another place. It's hard to yeah. win. 
Magic seems to follow the Cobras wherever they go. We saw that last week, you know. <laughs> um, so it's just hard for me to pick against them ever. And uh, this kind of game, for whatever reason, the Eagles don't seem to match up well with the Cobras. And I don't know if it's because of that that single wing that, that the Cobras run that just kind of gets uh, Pella Christian out of their out of sync or something defensively. I don't know, but they've had their number, and um, I'm leaning SK if I'm going to pick a, a winner in this one. Well, uh, Pella Christian has some big boys. Um, they do? Really have some big kids. Um, I think they'll be much bigger. Um, and there's, there's going to be a – it's going to just – like I always say, this game – they don't need referees' whistles. They just need a boxing uh, bell, uh, uh-huh. just a ringside bell, just ring the thing. Because uh, uh, as soon as they do, the front four guys are just going to start fist fighting each other, and that's how it is from the beginning to the end. Uh, I-, I think Pella Christian's a little better than they were last year. To be honest with you, I-, I don't know if you have that kind of impression or not. I do and I don't. I, I did until they uh, went up against Grundy Center, and I, I thought they would fight Grundy Center a little harder than they did. So, I, you know, the jury's out there, but uh, that that was a thought I had. Isn't Grundy uh, Center uh, first ranked number one in the state? Yeah, but, you know, they've had some close games this year and I against some teams that I didn't think were that. So, you know, and again, you can't go off of these scores because anything can happen on a Friday night, and I know that, but I just felt like uh, Grundy Center handled, handled Pella Christian well enough that I personally maybe was a little too high on Pella Christian at the time. Uh, so I guess we'll see what happens at the Snake Pit Friday. We're about to find out, as they say. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, I mean, you got to tell me, you got to put this down as one great matchup, don't you? It's another one that I hate to miss. It's, it, timing has just really killed me this year, Dave. <laughs> well, it's because you got you got two weeks in a row where there's hardly any good matchups. Yeah. Uh, the first three weeks were just amazing, weren't they? I mean, yeah, they were. And then four yep. and five, there was just one or two here and there's, and then there was ones that you thought might be pretty good and uh, uh, didn't turn out so great. Well, uh, here's one, and here's one where the voters are pretty uh, uh, even on this. Uh, it's Clear Creek Amana traveling down to the Burlington Greyhounds. Uh, Clear Creek Amanda's at 55.6 and Burlington's at 44.4. I I think um, Oskaloosa uh, uh, really gave uh, uh, Clear Creek Amanda uh, about all they can handle. And I think Burlington at home, I think they can get this done. I do too. They've got to uh, play their game as Coach Kreckle likes to do and control that clock, pound the ball down the field, take huge chunks out of each quarter doing it, get drives finished off so they can get some, you know, a few touchdowns on the board is all it would take. Uh, Clear Creek Amana, for me, I don't know what's talking about them, but I think they've had better teams in the past recently than what this one is. Uh, so, yeah, I think Burlington could get one here. All right. Well, uh, here's one I threw up uh, on the poll, uh, and it's Oskaloosa uh, traveling to Clinton here. And the Round Guy Radio listeners are all over Oskaloosa for this with the 83.3% uh, uh, versus Clinton's 16.7%. Uh, Clinton's been kind of beatable in the past. I don't know exactly how they're doing this year. I haven't really, I don't know anything about it. I don't either. And I, you know, I used to follow them a little bit, a little bit back when uh, they played against Burlington in that old MAC conference back in the day. But I generally, I don't know too much about them unless, uh, 
you know, like the last couple of years, I guess they, they played against Mount Pleasant and 4A there or whatever, but uh, I just pulled them up on bound. They're 0-5. Um, it's looking pretty favorable <laughs> for, uh, for Oskaloosa, to be honest, in this one. They haven't really been too competitive in any game except for their first one, which was against Davenport Central, and they're not, uh, they're not anything of uh, a power. Um, yeah, I think this is a favorable Friday night matchup for the Indians. All right, well, I'm just throwing this one up on the choice right now, and this is your game, buddy, uh, Danville. Yeah, I'm going to get eyes on the Bears finally. In their well, they, they got a game, uh, 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 they got a winnable game here, uh, you about have to say. Yes, and, and but not, let's not. But uh, not, a, not a cakewalk. Uh, Wapolo right. Indians are going to Danville. Not a really a long drive uh, uh, for Wapolo there. Uh Wapolo has there. been scraping, uh, scraping for some wins lately. They, they, they've had some uh, wins and they've had some close ones, uh, uh, but they're capable. Danville's the unknown thing. We, um, they're a little ahead of what I thought they could be in their first year, and they're actually uh, uh, kind of fighting it out with uh, Van Buren here for the uh, uh, the the whole the, that fourth playoff spot. Well, you're in luck, buddy, because I didn't want to cut you off there, but Danville walloped Wapolo a week ago. Oh, wait, this uh, is the Van Buren Wapolo. one, right? Yeah, so this is the matchup against Van Buren. Van Buren. This will be Danville's homecoming. Uh, you know, first one in a while uh, for football, so. So this is like you say, Van, 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 Scotty, uh, Van Buren, Danville, I, I, I can't, I can't knock you for this one. This is no, an awesome it's game. A it's a good one. You're going to get to see Boba Fett, the bounty hunter. Yeah, uh, there's going to be some good athletes. Loffler, he's a great quarterback. And, and uh, uh, um, yeah, yeah, I like everything about this. In fact, yeah, I, I remember talking to Coach Van Buren. Uh, uh, this is a, uh, uh, this is, I mean, is, you know, right there, round guy game of the week, I guess, since you're going to be there. Well, and it, it has a lot of intrigue to it. Well, Both it's a playoff slot two. right there on the on the table. Possibly. Whichever yeah. one of this, these guys wins this game is probably going to get the playoff spot. There's a, there's, they certainly have a shot. I mean, Danville, after this game, they've got Lisbon and Columbus. So they've got the, the toughest games of their season coming up. <clears throat> so they need this one real bad. You know, you know who uh, 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 Van Buren's got left? Columbus and uh, Lisbon. Okay, so <laughs> this is this really probably is for third place. Well, fourth place. I think Pekin's got third place locked up. Yeah. So, so uh, it, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a hard battle with a lot on the line. Um, this is one I wouldn't want to have to make a pick on. Um, no, but I think it's going to be one you're going to want to watch. Oh yeah, it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be a great game, and I'm really interested to get my eyes on this junior quarterback for Danville, Jaden Bauer. Because uh, he's he's caught the attention of the local newspapers. He's had an article written about him earlier this season by the Burlington Hawkeye, and he seems to be quite an athlete. He is leading the team, of course, in passing, but uh, a balanced offense there that the Bears have, and he's leading them in rushing as well. So we've got us a dual threat here. Be fun to watch. Okay. Well, let's find some other games. All right. Well, here's a game. Um, talk about it a little bit while I look up some other stuff. But it's Pekin at High, or Highland traveling to Pekin. Well, Pekin just about toppled Lisbon a week ago. Wilton Beavers high school schedule. 
uh, Highland, they're reeling. Um, they do have a couple nice players. They they play hard from the sounds of it. I listened to Coach Lequa's interview with you following their game. And, uh, you know, but I, I just don't think that Pekin's going to have any kind of trouble. Okay. Well, uh, let me just throw the Wilton game up here because uh, I thought they played Cascade, and they do. 5-0 uh, uh, Wilton uh, traveling to uh, a Cascade who's 0-5. Uh, they, they seem to um, – Gosh, I don't know. Uh, I would say Mid Prairie is a pretty good team, um, but the rest of the teams they play just uh, uh, don't have much. Well, Cascade would lead you to believe that with the zero and five record, but they might be the best winless team in the state. <laughs> you know, well, see, that's have, why I'm glad I called that guy. Which is you. Well, they they have played a murderer's row if you look through their schedule. Um, Julie Keith's always giving me a little insight on the opponents for the Beavers there, which I love. And, uh, that sounds like they've got some size. They got some athletes. Um, this isn't a game the Beavers can take lightly. They need to tune up nicely, stay healthy too, get out of this game healthy because they've got the biggest games of their season coming to, uh, to finish out there in weeks seven and eight, uh, West branch and Regina at home. A lot of things will be decided in those next couple of weeks, uh, for that district. Now, Wilton is a team where I see some places as high as seems like top five, uh, and some of them don't even have them in the polls. Some of them are, you know, there's this one U- YouTube, this Iowa Sports, they got them like 11th or 12th or something like that. Uh, um, uh, and West Branch, they got fifth. Uh, yeah, they got a couple tough games. It'll be nice to see them play a, a really good team. And then... Yeah. See how that all, all works out because that's really all they're lacking, isn't it? Yeah, they probably need a maybe a little more marquee win than what they've been able to get off of the schedule they've played so far. But the one thing that's a little maddening is a lot of this poll stuff is, is based on reputation. And then, of course, as the season starts playing out, you know, you, at least you get some data to work with there. But the Wilton Beavers data is that they're undefeated and that they are a team that, that routinely shows up in state rankings in my time living in Iowa for small school football. So they have that reputation factor. Um, a lot of the same kids are playing this year that were playing last year on a team that we all knew was very talented but young. And now they're starting to get up in the upper class. I don't know. I just feel like we all know enough about them. If you pay any attention to high school football, that our media people should be given a little bit more respect. And if they lose that by, you know, not being able to finish out against West Branch and Regina, fine. But we're not there yet. Well, uh, there's some other matchups here that are, you know, just mismatches, uh, uh, to use the word lightly. Columbus Wildcats hosting Louisa Muscatine. Uh, and I'm just going to go over these, and you can just say what you want to say. Waco's traveling to New London. Um, Wapolo at Lisbon. Fairfield trow- uh, hosts the number one ranked Williamsburg Raiders. Uh, anything on these games? Well, you know, I like to use that term, the haves versus the have-nots, and uh, that's what all of those are. And um, I don't think you have to be any kind of expert to know who those are in those matchups, and and, uh, I'm 100% going with the haves on those. Yeah, there's there's just a a lot of distance. But then that's, you know, now you're maybe seeing why, uh, I guess I included that Winfield-Mount Union-Iowa Valley game because that's a little – I mean, Iowa Valley's not a have-not. Absolutely. Yeah, no. They're they're a good team, but they're 
they're going to um, they're going to have a long bus ride home and some ouchies out of well, there. Well, Montezuma is a good team too, buddy. Yeah, no, who does? Do you know who Montezuma plays there? Or? I don't. I only pay attention to the. You know, I I only got so much time. I pay attention to them if they're playing one of our guys, and that's well, it. And they've had a good, um, you know, uh, uh, Moravia's uh, uh, rank real high in some polls and not in others. I don't. Uh, there's a lot of polls though, but people are paying attention this year, and I I, I like all that. Uh, well, Scotty, is there any other games that you kind of got your eye on? Oh, uh, I don't know who Keokuk plays. Maybe we should check that out. They're, they seem That's and, a big one. Oh, yeah, we don't want to admit that one. Keokuk and, and Fort Madison. So, Keokuk Chiefs high school football schedule, Iowa. Let's check yeah, them out. Cool. And if you could check out who Fort Madison plays, because I think they also I, play another absolute duster of a game. They play each other is what I'm trying oh, to tell Oh, there we go. There we go. Well, uh, this is a marquee matchup right here. Yeah, definitely. Right, you could, you could uh, throw a handful of corn and find a great football game uh, this Friday night. Yeah, we're, we're far better set up this week than we were the last two weeks, I wow, think. Wow, yeah. I'm glad we didn't uh, uh, miss up on this one. Well, three and two Keokuk uh, travels the short distance to Fort Madison. I, I, I am told that the Fort Madison Keokuk rivalry is even greater than the Burlington Fort Madison rivalry. Uh, they're in the same county. Uh, yeah. I think they play for a chair or something like that. The county chair or something like that. There's a, an award for this game. Uh, wow. 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 This is a great one. Tell me, well, tell me everything about this game. This one is, uh, you know, the winner, I, I guess to start with, not that this matters one bit, but, um, these are my uh, number five teams in my power five this week. So one gets to stay and one's going. But uh, outside of that, in that district that we think is likely ruled by assumption in Mount Vernon, the team that wins this game. Now, Fort Madison's already lost to uh, assumption a week ago. Um, but the team that wins this game, if they could pull an upset on one of those other two, they get in the 3A playoffs. So it's important and pivotal. And somebody needs to, to make that run. Otherwise, we get nobody out of 3A uh, from Southeast Iowa going to the playoffs this year. Well, I, I got a, a, a text. Uh, and I hadn't talked to you about it, but uh, uh, you didn't know that we were trying to set something up with Fort Madison. And uh, uh, what's that guy's name? Mark St. John? or uh, Nick St. Clair. Nick St. Clair. He, he wanted to know if you could call in maybe and be on the pregame show. Yeah, I guess I'll have to text him and uh, see what time he wants me to do that. See if I... So I think, Scott, you'll be on that uh, pregame show. Uh, we ran out of 30 minutes, and I don't know exactly where we stopped at. But uh, okay, is, yeah, yeah. is there anything else about this game you wanted to talk about? or? Well, just the fact that, you know, we've, we've discussed, you know, since going back to the shows we did about the redistricting for the next two years and whatnot, how Mount Vernon and Assumption would be two really tough hurdles for this district. Uh, for our three A teams, you know, and uh, Fort Madison's already lost to Assumption a week ago. Um, I think they were competitive, but they they lost that game. They've still got Mount Vernon ahead of them. Kickuck has this game with Fort Madison and Assumption and Mount Vernon to finish out the season, um, and that's after they have a Mount Pleasant game in there too. But so as I said, this game the winner still has a slight chance. But they're going to have to pull an upset against one of those or both, Mr. Keokuk. Uh, you know, the, 
those uh, elite teams in this 3A District 4. So this game's huge, man, and it's another one that I hate to miss. There's three games that I would love to go see this Friday night that I can't get to, but I'm going to enjoy Danville and Van Buren. You just got to go. I mean, all we can do is go to the one yep. that we can, you know, we, we can just go and we're going to watch great games, and that's all there is to it. Uh, uh, man, uh, and all these games, playoff, I mean, it really, uh, week six is where it really starts to break down, isn't it? Yeah, there ain't a lot left, especially for the smaller schools with this eight-game season that they play. And uh, if they, if it ain't decided by now, it's going to be real quick. Might be this Friday for a lot of schools. Oh, yeah. So, oh, I see uh, uh, you made a little uh, addition to your Power Five. here. Yes, I did on Twitter. You know, we had, we talked about that after we got off the phone. I completely forgot about Linville Soli. They've done nothing to eliminate themselves from my power five so i had to throw that back in there those guys are uh for me they're still a solid number number four the only reason i've got waco jumped up above some of those other one loss teams is because outside of that one loss to top ranked winfield mount union they've been hammering everybody whereas these other teams have been kind of skating by here in a couple of them so i feel like waco has separated themselves a little bit here lately well i don't blame you for loving on waco they look great to me uh wow they just so great, so powerful, and they got so many weapons and such a great defense. And uh, uh, and that's that, that's really the, that, that's where you know my belief in in how Cam Buffington and company over there are going. It, it just really, really, really stepped up my opinion of them. Uh, but uh, I don't, you know, like to say Waco is great. You got any idea on any of these polls? Well, I haven't dug into all of them yet. I did see the very first uh, one that the state put out, the IAHSSA or whatever. Yeah, they've got Winfield Mount Union at number one in eight player, which I totally agree with. No offense to Gladbrook Rhinebeck, but I, you know, it's, I just can't imagine there's a better team in eight player than, than Winfield Mount Union. And if there is, they're going to have to prove it on the field. Um, and then Waco at number 10 in that same poll, which is nice to see because they keep getting snubbed, and I cannot understand that. They've beaten two state-ranked teams, and they're only lost to the number one team. <laughs> so, yeah, um, tell me. Uh, there's, a, there's a little bit of a wild card out here, though, uh, I'm going to ask you about uh, in this eight-man thing, and this is Bedford Bulldogs. Uh, they, they look exceptionally rough and tough. You, you could be right. I don't know squat about them. No, I just know they, they smoke Moravia. And it looks like maybe Moravia is number nine here in this deal. Okay. So well, uh, the problem with the problem with Moravia and Montezumas of the world, they there's a different style of eight player football, I think, that gets played away from our little corner here. Yeah, it's the high flying, high scoring, yeah. less defense kind of uh, yeah, they don't like defense. Well down here, you know, over there, you could be up by sixty points at halftime and lose. I you think Bedford beat Moravia. Here. Who I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'm not knocking anybody for picking them number nine because they've had an outstanding season. They beat them sixty yeah. to six, I think. Yeah, that, that's uh. So if Bedford's got that style of that brand of football that we see down here, and, and I'm sorry, defense wins championships. Yes, even an eight player. You well, know, you know I'm uh, used to seeing the Rims and St. Mary's and 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 the uh, uh, Glanbrook Rhinebrooks and everything. I, I I don't remember seeing Bedford before but they got something cooking up there yeah i i, I agree i don't uh I, I don't know anything about them but like you say if they're if they're holding teams that score 60 points a game down to six that's uh that bodes well 
Yeah, they're they're boding pretty well on things. Uh, well, Scotty, anything else you want to say before we cut you loose here? Is there any other ranked teams that you want to talk about? Uh, oh gosh, I don't think so. Um, pretty much I, just the low ones, you know. I, I think that you know, um, I think that Nepo's kind of knocking on the door of of uh, getting some votes there. Mid Prairie might, if they'd win this game, uh, uh, be knocking on the door, of getting some votes there in two A. But the three A's, the four A's, and the five A's, other than Muscatine, now, uh, um, do you got any thoughts on Muscatine? Well, the only thing I, I the only thing I really know about him is Ty Kozad. And uh, we've seen a healthy Ty Kozad lead those guys to. A couple of nice victory. wins here the last couple of weeks, uh, ranked teams and stuff. That, uh, you know, folks probably didn't think they could get, and yet they have. So, yeah, um, we'll, we'll see how far he can take them because they're going to go as far as he can take them. All right. Well, Scotty, thank you so much for being with us and giving us all the time you had. I'm sure you got a date with your pillow here in a few minutes. Pretty quick. 3.30 a.m. is coming fast, bud. All right. We'll <laughs> let you go. All righty. We want to thank the sponsors that helped bring you high school football here on Round Guy Radio. We're going to start out with Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa, as well as Kyoto Transmission and Repair, uh, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent, Home Plate Sports Cars of Oskaloosa, Iowa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, R&B Brakes of Dubuque for the best sports page. Check out R&B Brakes' Facebook page. Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa, Farmers Co-op and Vision Ag of Kyoto and all the areas around, and uh, the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, 